Chapter Three of History of Billy the Kid by Charles A. Seringo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. History of Billy the Kid by Charles A. Seringo. Chapter Three. Billy the Kid and Segura make successful robbery raids into Mexico. A battle with Indians. The Kid joins his chum, Jesse Evans. After a few daring raids into Old Mexico, with Segura, the Kid landed in La Mesilla, New Mexico. Here he fell in with a wild young man by the name of Tom O'Keefe. Together they started for the Pecos River to meet Jesse Evans and his companions. Instead of taking the wagon road, the two venturesome boys cut across the Mescalero Apache Indian Reservation, which took in most of the high Guadalupe range of mountains, which separates the Pecos and Rio Grande rivers. First they rode into El Paso, Texas, and loaded a pack mule with provisions. A few days out of El Paso, the boys ran out of water and were puzzled as to which way to ride. Finally, a fresh Indian trail was found, evidently leading to water. It was followed to the mouth of a deep canyon. For fear of running into a trap, the kid decided to take the canteen and go afoot, leaving his mount and the pack mule with O'Keefe, who was instructed to come to his rescue should he hear yelling and shooting. A mile of cautious traveling brought the kid to a cool spring of water, the ground was tramped hard with fresh pony and Indian tracks. After filling the canteen and drinking all the water he could hold, the kid started down the canyon to join his companion. He hadn't gone far when Indians, afoot, began pouring out of the cliff to the right, which cut off his retreat down the canyon. There was nothing to do but return towards the spring, as fast as his legs could carry him. The twenty half-naked braves were gaining on him, and shouting blood-curdling war-whoops. Like a pursued mountain lion, the kid sprang into the jungles of a steep cliff. Foot by foot his way was made to a place of concealment. The Indians, seeing him leave the trail, scrambled up into the bushy cliff, now the kid's trusty pistol began to talk, and several young braves, who were leading the chase, passed to the happy hunting ground. The kid said the body of one young buck went down the cliff and caught on the overhanging limb of a dead tree, and there hung suspended in plain view. Many shots were fired at the kid when he sprang from one hiding place to another. One bullet struck a rock near his head, and the splinters gave him slight wounds on the face and neck. Reaching the extreme top of a high peak, the young outlaw felt safe, as he could see no reds on his trail. Being exhausted, he soon fell asleep. On hearing the yelling and shooting, Tom O'Keefe stampeded, leaving the kid's mount and the pack mule where they stood. Reaching a high bluff, which was impossible for a horse to climb, O'Keefe quit his mount and took it afoot. 
From cliff to cliff he made his way towards the top of a peak. Finally his keen eyesight caught the figure of a man, far away across a deep canyon, trying to reach the top of a mountain peak. He surmised that the bold climber must be the kid. At last young O'Keefe's strength gave out and he lay down to sleep. His hands and limbs were bleeding from the scratches received from sharp rocks, and he was craving water. Being refreshed from his long night's sleep, the kid headed for the big red sun, which was just creeping up out of the great Llano Estacado, staked plains, over a hundred miles to the eastward across the Pecos River. Finally, water was struck and he was happy. Then he filled up on wild berries, which were plentiful along the borders of the small sparkling stream of water. Three days later, the young hero outlaw reached a cow camp on the Rio Pecos. He made himself known to the cowboys, who gave him a good horse to ride, and conducted him to the Murphy Dolan cow camp, where his chum, Jesse Evans, was employed. In this camp, the kid also met his former friends, McDaniels, Baker, and Morton. Here, the kid was told of the smoldering cattle war between the Murphy-Dolan faction on one side and the cattle king, John S. Chisholm, on the other. Many small cattle owners were arrayed with the firm of Murphy and Dolan, who owned a large store in Lincoln and were the owners of many cattle. On John S. Chisholm's side were Alex A. McSween, a prominent lawyer of Lincoln, the county seat of Lincoln County, and a wealthy Englishman by the name of John S. Tunstall, who had only been in America a year. McSween and Tunstall had formed a co-partnership in the cattle business and had established a general trading store in Lincoln. It was now the early spring of 1877. Jesse Evans tried to persuade Billy the Kid to join the Murphy-Dolan faction, but he argued that he first had to find Tom O'Keefe, dead or alive, as it was against his principles to desert a chum in time of danger. For nearly a year a storm had been brewing between John Chisholm and the smaller ranchman, Chisholm claimed all the range in the Pecos Valley, from Fort Sumner to the Texas Line, a distance of over two hundred miles. Naturally, there was much mavericking, in other words, stealing unbranded young animals from the Chisholm bands of cattle, which ranged about twenty-five miles on each side of the Pecos River. Chisholm owned from forty to sixty thousand cattle on this Jingle Bob range. His cattle were marked with the long Jingle Bob hanging down from the dewlap. In branding calves, the Chisholm cowboys would slash the dewlap above the breast, leaving a chunk of hide and flesh hanging downward. When the wound healed, the animal was well marked with a dangling Jingle Bob. Thus did the Chisholm outfit get the name of the Jingle Bobs. Well-mounted and armed, Billy the Kid started in search of Tom O'Keefe. He was found at Las Cruces, three miles from La Mesilla, 
the county seat of Dona Ana County, New Mexico. It was a happy meeting between the two smooth-faced boys. Each had to relate his experience during and after the Indian trouble. O'Keefe had gone back to the place where he had left the kid's mount and the pack mule. There he found the kid's horse shot dead, but no sign of the mule. His own pony ran away with the saddle when he sprang from his back. Now O'Keefe struck out afoot towards the west, living on berries and such game as he could kill, finally landing in Las Cruces, where he swore off being the companion of a daring young outlaw. Billy the Kid tried to persuade O'Keefe to accompany him back to the Pecos Valley to take part in the approaching cattle war, but Tom said he had had enough of playing bad man from Bitter Creek. Now the Kid went to a ranch where he had left his noble gray and with him started back towards the Pecos River. End of chapter 3 Recording by Roger Moline